Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Josh Rosenberg. I always love when I have another Josh on because it's uh, Josh Squared. Josh Rosenberg, you are the founder and CEO of Very Good Marketing Consultants. You're found on the web at verygoodmarketingconsultants.com. Josh, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. You know, it's interesting. I found the smartest, most handsome, funniest guys are all named Josh. I don't know. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, where J- Josh's are taking over the world one one Josh at a time. Did you, uh, do, you do you recall a few a couple of years ago, the uh, the Josh battle, the battle? Oh, of the I Josh- was so upset I didn't make it there. I really uh, wanted to go. If you so to our listener, if you Google, I think it was a Josh battle or Josh's fight. And, and if you just look at the story on it and like how it came to be, that's the funny part. And it, it just, so, you know, do you mind if is, I can give like a real quick, like one minute rundown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, somebody right at the start of the pandemic, start of lockdown, somebody in college on their cell phone messages everybody in their, their contact list named Josh basically says, I think you all know why we're gathered here today. And it was just, we're going to fight to see who's the ultimate Josh. And then Reddit took it over and it became this thing. And less than a year, about a year later, they decided to hold an actual battle in some field, I think like Kansas or Kentucky or something. Yeah, because he shared out the GPS coordinates. (laughs) Right, right. The guy just threw a dart at the map and it landed some cornfield. And everyone, all these Joshes showed up. You could only be part of the battle if your name was Josh. You had to share your license, but people had their friends there. And it was like, you would take these giant pool noodles, make weapons out of them. And at the end of this big battle, lasted a couple hours, they uh, coined Tiny Josh, who was this like five or six year old little kid. They coined him the winner of it. And it was just a great time had by all. Yeah, I love it. You know, those are the kind of things where I'm like, you know, I love people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Josh, no, just, it's us, kind of like the most fun thing. Yeah. Josh, tell us what you do. What, what is very good marketing consultants? Sure. So I've been in direct response marketing copywriting since 2007. And I realized I got to a point where I realized the biggest value that I offer is in strategy and consulting, um, big picture stuff, handling big problems with the marketing departments, with everything sales marketing related, where I can kind of be the general in the war room coming up with the strategies assigning the roles assigning all the tasks and then giving all of that stuff off to the frontline soldiers aka your marketing teams your uh ad buyers your email marketing people so we provide fractional cmo services where you get the full benefit of having a a, a chief marketing officer at a fraction of the cost 
Yeah, I, which, uh, by the way, I'm a huge fan of this concept. So, and and not just for CMOs, for uh, CFOs, for, uh, you know, COs, you know, it's, it's, these are very important executive level leadership positions that, you know, if you as this, you know, and I'll just talk to, you know, kind of the founder CEO, if you're still wearing all the hats and you're looking at what may potentially be a little bit of stagnation, that could be part of it. Um, that's a lot. Uh, you know, it's fine when, you know, we're a really small outfit. Uh, but as you start to grow, um, it, Josh, can you talk a little bit about kind of the life cycle of a business? When is it appropriate to bring in a VCMO? And how ultimately will that be a godsend for the um, for the CEO, founder, CEO? Sure. So if we think of our, our business almost like a living, breathing thing, Sales and marketing are the oxygen that you breathe in. Without marketing, without sales, without customers coming in, you're, you're dead in the water. You're done. You're flat out. You have no revenue coming in. So it's incredibly important to dial that in. And some people are creative. Some people are numbers people. If you're not a, a diehard numbers person, you're going to want a bookkeeper for sure. You're going to want an accountant. Absolutely. If you're not someone that's, studying human psychology and buying and sales psychology and really understands copy and, and all that, you need to, to bring in a professional right away. You don't know what you don't know. And your entire um, uh, revenue stream is dependent on this. So you either need to start studying this full time, all the time for years to get really good, or you need to bring in somebody that is. Now, one of the things that I find is that if we're going to look at, let's just call a uh, number between one and 10, where a company at a one sales and marketing is utter crap. Everything is terrible. They're not bringing in sales. And a 10 is couldn't be better. It's the best thing in the universe. It's like when Apple uh, released the original iPhone and everybody on the planet needed to get it the day it came out, right? Most of the time, businesses are at a five or a six. And that's kind of tricky. If it's a one or a two, it's easy because we throw everything out. We start from fresh ideas. I listen to the CEO's ideas and I just ignore them because everything they've tried is, hasn't worked. And I'll go off of what I know has been tried and true and tested and proven to work. When we're going into a, uh, when I'm working the company, that's a five or six, they're still making money. There's revenue coming in. There's clients coming in. And it's a little bit tricky because we don't know what needs to be optimized right away, what can wait, where our holes are. It becomes a little bit more of touch and feel in the beginning. And that's one of the biggest problems that companies have, why they can't scale. Because yes, money is coming in, but is this customer worth $100 to you when they could be worth, I don't know, $1,200 with a few minor tweaks? These are the kinds of things that a lot of businesses don't realize. And so if you're hiring a full-time CEO, that's a $250,000 a year plus benefits job, plus all these other perks. By the time you're done with that and paying unemployment and all these other taxes and this and this and this, you're paying that person. It's costing about half a million dollars a year. You know, if you're a 30, $40 million company, that's fine. But anything under that, that's a tremendous amount of risk to be putting on one person. So hiring somebody in a fractional standpoint makes a lot of sense when you consider 
that, oh, I can have this, their expertise for 10, 20, 30 hours a week, not have to worry about unemployment, not have to worry about all these other taxes and stuff because they're essentially freelance. So you don't have to pay any of that. And so it becomes so much more cost-effective and manageable to have somebody come in and say, you know what? You worry about growing your business. You do the tasks that you do best. Let me handle your teams. Let me handle your all of your internal teams, all of your outside vendors. Let me handle big picture strategy. Let me set the SOPs, the standard operating procedures that tell everybody this is the job that needs to be done and how it needs to be done. These are the standards you need to do it to. We set the KPIs, the key performance indicators, the numbers. So every quarter we know, did you hit your goal? Yes or no? It's black and white. Mm -hmm. And then we create uh, performance bonuses. Uh, I've got clients where their uh, performance bonuses are sometimes 10% above their KPI number. So let's just say in a quarter, they're supposed to generate hundred thousand dollars in sales anything above that they get ten percent of all right well that's a very low number that's something that uh somebody that doesn't really have uh, a lot of influence in the company's marketing might have but at the end of the year let's say instead of a hundred thousand dollars that person was hitting a quarter million dollars every single quarter because they're following my sops they're following the procedures they're following the rules and we're, we've provided them with all the training in order to, to hit that quarter million. So now at the end of the year, this person's made a million dollars for the company when before this, they were never expected to hit anywhere close to that. They go home with a really nice bonus, something that rivals their base salary. They're going to be the happiest, most loyal, most dedicated employee who decides that next year they're going to double their numbers all because of, uh, of, every all the foundational work that we set up all the bonuses everything we put in place for them to reach you now have the best employee you could ever ask for and we almost copy and paste that same sentiment to every single person you're marketing and so what we have are people in other departments furious that they don't know how to do marketing mm. because they want these same bonuses because now the that those teams are making a ton of money and if you have outside vendors, well, maybe you give them an end of the year tip or something. Their bonuses structure is much different. It's much less. Um, but these are the ways in which a fractional CMO such as myself or, you know, there's a bunch of others out there. This is the ways in which we help you grow your business exponentially while you're completely hands off. Yeah. Uh, Josh, tell me about, um, so very good marketing consultants. Uh, how does that, how do you work? Like, how does, how are you structured as a business and how do people, um, is it just that they go there and they work with you or is it, um, do you have, do you have other folks that are part of this? Sure. So I've been working marketing, as I mentioned, since 2007. Um, I've set tremendous sales records for companies in over 24 verticals. And that's when I started to realize that the strategy and execution side was really my best value. Yeah. That's when I started the, the business. And in my time, I've gotten to know a ton of other marketing professionals that are incredibly good at what they do. And some of them are focused in one or two specific verticals. Others are like myself, we've, we've tackled a lot. 
And so when a client comes in and we schedule a call, I'm usually the one that will get on the phone and talk to them about their needs. And I'll let you know right away, are you the kind of business that we know that we can help? Um, a lot of times we're dealing with online-based businesses. So information products, supplements, SaaS companies, e-commerce. Um, if you come in and you say you're in industrial meat processing, we probably are, don't help you. I, I, I don't know anybody that has that expertise. Once we've um, kind of had a chance to talk and determine if you would be a good fit, I find who would be the best CMO for you to work with? Who knows your industry inside and out, whether it's myself or somebody else who works for me. Um, I want to pair you with the person that has the most experience in your field, someone who's generated tens of millions, if not more in that industry, who has all of the connections you could ever need or ever ask for. So that on top of just the marketing, we can make business deals and partnerships happen overnight. And that's how I, I like to operate. Um, we don't charge a percentage of any of this. You know, yeah, it's a flat rate because whether you're a small company starting up and, you know, your budget is a little tight and you're only a $2 million company or you're much larger, we really want, I mean, it's kind of shooting myself in the foot, but this is part of the, the business model is I want you to graduate past me and be in a position to hire somebody full-time and have that person in-house. Um, I know that's not really the most optimal way. I should be trying to keep you on a leash forever, but <laughs> the truth is, is I want to do a good enough job and pair you with the right person that I'm going to make up the difference in revenue by you being excited and excited to give me connections and introduce me to other people that we, you feel that we could help. Yeah. Uh, Josh, the it, kind of the final question here, um, just in a few minutes we have left, um, you know, if from a, from a high level, um, what marketing strategies do you see working very well today, uh, as opposed to maybe a few years ago, um, may have not been where you would have done much focus? Sure. Uh, if you understand how direct response marketing works, it means you're going directly to the buyer and trying to appeal to them. The psychology behind that will never go away. That, yeah. That's simple human psychology or appealing to the lizard brain. That's <laughs> always going to be here to say. However you wrap it, that will change. And we live in a world where everything is evolving so rapidly. Uh, a few years ago, you would see webinars everywhere. And that would be the thing. And it's a 90 yeah. to minute to 120 minute long thing where they promise to teach you all this good stuff and it ends up just being a big sales pitch. And these days people don't have the attention span for that. One of the things that I'm seeing that's making a comeback that was here for a hot second, probably 10 or 12 years ago, is something called a reverse squeeze page. Mm -hmm. And at the time I loved it. I thought it went underappreciated and now it's starting to finally get some of the, the, the value that it always should have had. The idea of a reverse squeeze page is basically we've all seen those links that promise you something cool. They take you to an opt-in page. It's like, give me your email address and I'll give you this cool piece of content, right? First squeeze page is the opposite. You go onto the page and there's a video or a written article and it provides really good information. And at the very end, let's just say it's a 10 minute 
instructional video that's teaching you one really awesome thing that you could implement today that will help your business. At the very end, it says, hey, I've got a lot more information just like this and stuff. In, in fact, stuff that's much better than this. If you want to learn that, give me your email address. And so what happens is you get a far smaller opt-in rate than a normal opt-in page because people have to make it to the very end of that video in order to yeah. see if the opt-in form doesn't pop up. But anyone who's watched it to the end is such a red hot prospect that if they opt in, they are most likely going to buy. All you have to do is not put your foot in, their, in your mouth. They are ready to hit that buy button. And so long as you don't screw it up and give them a reason to say no, they're like going to say yes. I like that. You know, let your, let your content, you know, lay your content out. It is what it is. And the right people will either say, no, that doesn't appeal to me. So why bother wasting an ask on those people? Um, you know, versus right. someone who's like, I am resonating. I love it. Yes. The, the, you know, I'm in the right place. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. So that, that's a trend that I'm seeing come back now that uh, I really like. Good. And I hope it catches on more. Because like you said, I mean, if something doesn't resonate with me, I wasn't the right prospect. Cool. Thank you very much for your time. I'll see you later. But if it does, then I want to see what else you have. Mm -hmm. I like that's it. That's a Josh great way to qualify people. Yeah, Josh Rosenberg, your website, verygoodmarketingconsultants.com. Um, when somebody goes there, what would you recommend they do? So if you uh, go down the homepage, you can see some of our case studies. You can see some of the, the work that we've done um, at the very bottom there. If, you know, if that resonates with you, if you think that we're the right um, uh, agency to help you out, at the very bottom there, you can schedule a time to talk to me. Schedule a time for us to get on a Zoom chat for a few minutes. Um, my goal is let's get on a 15-minute call. Whether we're a good pat, uh, pairing for each other or not, I want to try and ask you certain questions that let me see. If you've got some assets in your business, you don't know that you have. A lot of times, one of my, the first things I like to do is discover what I call trash can assets. These are things, assets in a business that nobody sees, but you can quickly use it to, to make a lot of money really fast. I really want to find that right away in our 15 minute call. And even if we don't work together, I hope that me discovering that and giving you one or two quick ideas of how to utilize it puts mm. another 10 to $20,000 in your bank account. Yeah, very, very cool. Josh Rosenberg, again, founder, CEO of Very Good Marketing Consultants on the web at verygoodmarketingconsultants.com. Josh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, 
seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.